Papua New Guineans continue to face fuel shortages brought about by one of the main suppliers, Puma Energy, not having access to enough foreign exchange to pay for what it needs. More rationing is coming as Don Wiseman heard from our PNG correspondent, Scott Whitey. Uh, yesterday, Puma released another statement saying that it was going to begin fuel rationing again. Now, that means that we should expect flight delays or downgrading of flights. We should also expect that fuel pumps will run out of fuel at some point. And there's going to be a bit more pressure on the central bank to you know, facilitate the release of foreign exchange, which is the main problem behind the fuel shortage problems that Papua New Guinea is experiencing. It's a chain reaction that happens every time Puma Energy releases a statement. There's usually a, a, another statement by New Guinea saying we are waiting for these issues to be resolved and flights will be downgraded or will be delayed for at least a few days. The central bank has hasn't wavered at all, has it? It's certainly not keen on um, making available more foreign exchange. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. And and it's affecting a whole range of sectors. And and the I guess the sectors that aren't speaking out as much of the, is the manufacturing sector, which has been affected a lot. But uh, there's no real visibility on their concerns. You can talk to workers, and they're saying that we've been laid off because of such and such, uh, and it's because companies have downgraded their operations or they're trying to use their resources and conserve their resources and at the same time keep staff on the payroll for as long as they can go. For manufacturers that are importing raw materials to process in country, they've been hit a lot. For example, the flour manufacturers import wheat from overseas. They need the foreign exchange. And in recent days, we've had shortages of flour as well. You look at the health sector. Health sector is also one of the government sectors that have been affected by foreign exchange problems. And they've got checks sitting at the central bank waiting to be approved so that they can purchase medicines and that's affected the delivery of health services in Papua New Guinea as well. And uh, in some areas, the price of fuel skyrocketing like it is around most of the rest of the world, it would seem, but having a particularly interesting effect on PMVs, public motor vehicles, buses, with bus drivers striking yesterday in uh, Mount Hagen. PMVs are the most obvious. They're they're visible and and they're the most vocal group of public transportation providers. So if if there's any gauge at all to see where the problems are, you'd first get it from the PMV owners. Now, PMV owners are asking for a 50 kina fee between Mount Hagen and Goroka and Mount Hagen, the Western Highlands and, and Eastern Highlands. It seems like a small increase, but it represents the pressures that they're under right now. So they've gone ahead, issued a petition to the government calling for an increase in bus fares and because they, they understand that they, they can't really control the price of fuel. So fuel prices have gone up from 4 kina 30 something to 4 kina 99. That's nearly 5 kina. Now, if you see the costs of fuel in the highlands, transporting fuel from Ney into the highlands, you'd expect the retail price to be selling at about 5 kina for smaller retailers who stay under the radar of authorities. So it's, it's a huge, huge increase for uh, PMV owners. Now, there is a group that has been endeavouring to cope with these fuel issues. There's a lot of hoarding going on and a significant black market has developed. 
Yes, what happens is people take the fuel wherever they can get fuel because they know that they can make a huge profit from it. And and you can just drive by the roadside and you see people selling fuel and you know that the cost will be sometimes double what you get at a pump. It's easier to get fuel there, but really difficult for authorities to walk the highways and regulate every black market operator that sells fuel. You can go all over the country and see that they're, they're selling fuel. Are they big operators? Are they people who have established large tanks or are we talking about jerry cans in the back of the car no jerry cans on the side of the market coca-cola bottles one liter coca-cola bottles that they're selling on the side of the market fuel oil all of that put together that they sell them on the side of the road so people who are desperate will still buy the fuel